good evening, uh, Greater Glory Life Center. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good to be with you on tonight. Apostle asked me uh, to minister. And uh, I'm going to ask you to uh, open your Bibles to 2 Samuel chapter 22. And then also uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 16. So again, uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 22. And then 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 16. And uh, we're praying and we'll get started. Again, 2 Samuel chapter 22, and then 1 Chronicles chapter 16. And let's pray and prepare our hearts for uh, ministry of the word tonight. Father, we just thank you again for another opportunity to minister your word. Uh, we look to you. You are the great teacher, Holy Spirit, that you would teach us, that you would encourage us, that you would strengthen us, <clears throat> that you would help us uh, on tonight. We just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you would help us to navigate uh, and receive from you that you would inform us and that you would make us better and help us to represent Christ, uh, help us to live the life that you called us to live and to uh, receive the qualities and exhibit the qualities that you placed on the inside of us. We thank in advance, Holy Spirit and Father God, and the Lord Jesus, all you're going to do for us and all that you are doing for us. Uh, we thank in advance for it in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Praise God. <clears throat> Praise God. Uh, I want to share with you a thing that came to me the other day, and uh, uh, it's called uh, the secret sauce, and it's a play on words, the secret sauce of Thanksgiving, the secret sauce of Thanksgiving, and so like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of a play on words, but it came to me the other day, and uh, I noticed it's Thanksgiving season, but we want to be thankful uh, at all times, and so I just want to share uh, a little bit and some points and some scriptures, so be ready to take notes on the secret sauce of Thanksgiving. And when I looked up secret sauce, uh, <clears throat> I saw from the Miriam Dictionary that it's, it's a sauce that adds an important element to a dish and that has ingredients which are typically kept secret. And also it's uh, called a special sauce. <clears throat> uh, the secret sauce is a special quality or, or feature regarded as the chief factor in the success of something or someone or someone. Like I said, a company's secret sauce uh, is how it grasps the content that it spreads. And so uh, we think about the, the secret sauce, you can think about a special quality or, or feature. And so uh, I want to talk about the secret sauce of Thanksgiving. And so this is part of uh, the believer's secret sauce, Thanksgiving. Uh, as we talk about Thanksgiving, we're thinking about gratitude and we're thinking about uh, appreciation, acknowledgement. And again, it's not just for this Thanksgiving season, but we should be thankful at all times. We should uh, give Thanksgiving to God at all times. Giving thanks is good uh, at all times, not just in a particular season. And so I want to begin with uh, 2 Samuel chapter 22. And we're going to look at the Amplified Bible at verse 50, 2 Samuel chapter 22, and we're going to look at verse 50. I'm going to look at an Amplified Bible. And the point I want to bring out here, and again, I have just several points I want to share with us along this theme of, of Thanksgiving. Uh, the point I want to bring out here is that our Thanksgiving is to go beyond our own group and reach the nations. Our Thanksgiving is to go beyond our own group, our own company, and to reach the nations, or we could say those who don't know God, 
So our Thanksgiving is to go just uh, just not with our own group, but people who don't know God or people who don't really understand God, who don't who don't appreciate. God. Did you hear a call? Hallelujah. The dude sitting out there. So here in Second Samuel uh, chapter twenty-two and verse fifty, here in the, uh, in the Amplified, it says, "For this I will give thanks and extol you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing praises to your name." Again, King David saying, he says, for this, I will give thanks and extol you, O Lord, among the nations. And I will sing praises to your name. So he says, I'm going to praise you among the nations, those who don't know you, those who don't appreciate you. And so our Thanksgiving is to go beyond our own group, our own gathering, our own assembly. And it's to, it's to reach the nations. It's like publishing our Thanksgiving. It's like publishing our thankfulness uh, to Father God for all he's done for us. Hallelujah. So it's to go beyond our own group. Now go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 16. And we're going to look at uh, verse 1 in the New Living Translation. 2 Chronicles 16. And we're going to start at verse 1 in the New Living Translation. And the point I want to bring out here is that our thanksgiving should be with everything we have. Our thanksgiving should be with everything we have. We're the blessed the Lord or bless the world without thanksgiving. So again, our thanksgiving should be with everything we have or all that we have and to bless the world without thanksgiving. I'm going to come back and talk about that in just a moment uh, about blessing the world. But here in the New Living Translation, um, starting at verse 1 of First Chronicles 16, it says, they, they brought the ark of God and placed it inside the special tent David had prepared for it. And they presented burnt offerings and peace offerings to God. So notice uh, the, the ark of God. And the ark of God represents the presence of God. <clears throat> notice in verse 2, <clears throat> and when he had finished his sacrifices, David blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Then in verse 3, then he gave to every man and woman in all Israel a loaf of bread, <clears throat> a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins. Verse 4, David appointed the fallen Levites to lead the people in worship before the ark of the Lord to invoke his blessings. And notice this, to give thanks and to praise the Lord. So he appointed the Levites, he said, to give thanks and to praise the Lord, the God of Israel. Verse 5, it says, and Asaph, the leader of this group, sounded the cymbals. Second to him was Zechariah, followed by him was Jeel. And then Shemiramoth, Jehel, Mattathia, Eliab, Benaiah, Obediah, and Jeel. It said they played the harps and the lyres. And the priests, verse 6, the priests, Benaiah and Jehaziel, played the trumpets regularly before the Ark of God's Covenant. Hallelujah. And then in verse 7, it says, On that day, uh, David gave to Asaph and his fellow Levites this song of thanksgiving to the Lord. In verse 8, here's what it is. He said, Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Hallelujah. Let the whole world know what he has done. So it's giving thanks to him. So our thanksgiving again 
should be with everything we have. You notice all these things that they're, they're giving, they're, they're giving their all in this praise and thanksgiving to God. And then they're blessing the world with their thanksgiving about the what the Lord has done, what the Lord has done. So again, we're talking about the secret sauce of thanksgiving. So when we think about what the Lord has done, when you think about the word done, in a sense, if we go with the secret sauce, um, what the Lord has done, in other words, what he's cooked up, uh, what he's, uh, you know, you cook something, you brown it. What 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 is God browned? What is God readied? What is God prepared? And so we give him thanksgiving for what God has done, what he has stirred and what he has mixed together, what he has prepared and what he has cooked and what he's readied and what he's browned. We're thanking him for what he's done. And we're going to take it to, to heart, take it personally. What has God done for me? What has God cooked up in my life? What has God readied in my life? What has God browned and, and developed in my life? And we're giving thanks to God. And so that's our spiritual secret sauce, giving thanks and blessing the world with thanksgiving about what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. You thank God for what he's done. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's begin to give him thanks. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done, what you've developed in me, what you've prepared in me, the things that you brought out in me, the ingredients that you've mixed together in my life to help me to be where I am and who I am right now and thanking you that you continue to work on me. You're continuing to cook me and prepare me to be all that you call me to be. Hallelujah. So thank God for what he's done. We're blessing the world for all that he's done. We're giving him thanks with all we've got. Hallelujah. We're going to talk more about that. <clears throat> Let's go uh, with me now to Second uh, Chronicles, um, I mean, First Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 34, a familiar passage, First uh, Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 34. And I'm looking at this in the King James Bible. All right, verse 34. We were already in uh, the New Living. Now we're going to go to the King James Version, we'll look at that verse 34 of 1 Chronicles 16. Uh, the point I want to bring out here is that Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is first uh, given uh, to Father God. Thanksgiving, we can say it like this, Thanksgiving starts with Father God. In other words, Thanksgiving originates with Father God. Uh, every good thing originates from him. Remember in James 1 and 17, it says every good and every perfect gift. So every good thing, it originates from him. It doesn't originate from the devil. Every good thing originates, we can say uh, it begins or it flows or it emanates from God. And so Thanksgiving then is to start with Father God. Why? Because every good thing comes from him. Now notice here in, in uh, 1 Chronicles 16, in verse 34, a familiar passage, I like this. It says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. And someone said that that oh has to do with some excitement. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? For he is good. Hallelujah. Why? What else? For his mercy endures, endureth forever. And so we give thanks. And this word, uh, uh, forgive thanks. Uh, it's, the, it's the Hebrew word yada. You may have heard that word yada, Y-A-D-A-H. And it means to hold out the hand uh, to uh, to worship with extended hands, extended hands. So this this giving thanks is with extended hands and in the Hebrew uh, sense of it. We're giving thanks. We're giving thanks to God. And here in, in First Chronicles 16, 
Oh, give thanks to the Lord. And notice it's, it's focusing in on the Lord. It's giving thanks. It's focusing in on him. Giving thanks unto the Lord. Why? For he is good. Uh, he, he, he is good. He, he, is, uh, he is delightful. He's, he's pleasant. He's good. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So we have, a, we have an experience. We have an encounter with the goodness of God. So, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Remember, it says, oh, uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So I seek it soft again is thanksgiving. Taste and see that he is good. So we give thanks to him for he is good. And then it says his mercy endures forever. This word mercy uh, is a word that means kindness. So his kindness, his kindness toward us, it endures forever. And I like what the voice Bible says. It says, give testimony about God for he is good. So just think about all he's done for us. And we, and we give testimony, testimony after testimony about the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So again, we just thank you, Father. We lift our hands and thank you for your goodness toward us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now go with me to, to uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 25. And we're just looking at the... Uh, Verses around this theme of thanksgiving. It's our it's our secret sauce and, and stirring us up about being thankful to God. Hallelujah. Uh, go with me to 1 Chronicles chapter 25, and I'm going to look at verse 3, and I'm going to be in the Amplified Bible. Um, 1 Chronicles chapter 25 and verse 3. Uh, the point I want to bring out here that I saw is that I'm going to use this. Uh, we saw this prophetic thanksgiving is a way to give fresh thanks to Father God. Again, prophetic thanksgiving is a way to give fresh thanks to Father God. It's a way, when you talk about fresh, you're talking about it's a way to give innovative, uh, uncommon thanks to Father God. And so prophetic thanksgiving is a way to give fresh or uh, 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 innovative thanks to our Father. So here in uh, 1 Chronicles uh, 25 and verse 3 in Amplified, uh, it says, uh, of the sons of, of Judathan, uh, Galileah, Zerai, Jeshiah, Shemiah, Heshbiah, and Mattathia. And sorry if I mix those names up. It says, six in all, under the, under the direction of their father, Jonathan, who witnessed, and notice this, and prophesied under divine inspiration with the lyre, the musical instrument called the lyre, in thanksgiving and praise to God. So notice it said he prophesied in the, in the, in the previous verses before that are talking about prophesying praise or prophesying thanksgiving. And so again, we can prophesy thanksgiving and it's a way to give fresh uh, thanksgiving to God. Radical thanksgiving to God. Uh, I like the way it says in the voice Bible, it says prophesy and testify. Prophesy and testify. So prophetic thanksgiving, prophetic testimony for the goodness of God and what God has done. So this is a fresh way to give thanksgiving to God, not just uh, the uh, uh, a hum humdrum kind of way or religious format kind of way, but a fresh way to give prophetic thanksgiving to God for what he's done for us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody say prophetic thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Father, I just pray that you stir prophetic thanksgiving on the inside of us so that we can give you 
fresh praise and, and fresh testimonies of what you've done. Not the same old, same old, but prophetic thanksgiving, singing prophetic songs, songs of prophetic thanksgiving, because you have truly been good to us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for prophetic thanksgiving. Now go with me to Second uh, uh, Chronicles chapter 31. Second Chronicles chapter 31. And we're going to look at the Amplified Bible at verse 2. Second Chronicles chapter 31. Uh, the point I want to bring out here as you go to Second Chronicles 31 is that thanksgiving and praise is part of our spiritual ministry as New Testament priests of God. Thanksgiving and praise is part of our spiritual ministry as New Testament priests of God. So here in uh, in 2 Chronicles chapter 31 and verse 2 and Amplified, it says, And Hezekiah appointed the priests and the Levites after their divisions, each man according to his service, the priests and Levites for burnt offerings and peace offerings. And notice this, to minister, to give thanks and to praise in the gates of the camp of the Lord. So here it said they were appointed to their service. This was their ministry to give thanks to the Lord. And so this was under the old covenant. In the, in the new covenant, we're all priests of God. We're all priests of God. And the Bible says in, in 2 Peter 2 and 9, apostle talked about that, that we are a royal priesthood. And so as priests, it is a part of our spiritual ministry to give thanks to God. And so we talk about the Old Testament, they lift up their hands. So it's a part of our ministry to thank God and to worship God and to praise him, to give him a sincere thanks and deep thanks. We're going to talk about that here in just a moment, uh, about uh, the level of thanksgiving that we want to give to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's a part of our spiritual ministry to give thanks to God. Now go with me to uh, Ezra uh, chapter 3. Ezra chapter 3. And we're going to look at uh, the New Living Translation in verse 11. Ezra chapter 3 in the New Living Translation. And uh, we'll start with verse 11. We'll go to 11 through 13. Uh, Ezra chapter 3 in the New Living Translation, starting at verse 11. The point I want to bring out here is that we offer Father God deep thanksgiving for specific works of goodness that he's done for us or that he's helped us to accomplish. Again, we offer Father God deep thanksgiving for specific works of goodness that he's done for us or that he's helped us to accomplish. Think of a testimony today, how God has helped us and helped our family uh, you know, accomplish some things uh, on today. So we offer God uh, deep or you could say profound, or you could say intense thanksgiving for specific works of goodness. So not just general works. And that's why I was saying not just the harm drum or general, but give him thanks for specific works of goodness that he's done for us or that he's helped us to accomplish. So here in Ezra uh, chapter 3 and verse 11, uh, in the New Living Translation, it says, notice this, it says, with praise and thanks. They sang this song to the Lord. And like this in New Living, it says, he is so good. His faithful love for Israel endures forever. And, uh, and then it goes on to say, then all the people gave a great shout, praising the Lord 
because the foundation of the Lord's temple had been laid. So they were thanking him for this specific thing that the foundation of the Lord's temple had been laid. This foundation of the building of their church had been laid. And they were they were thanking God. Notice it said they gave a great shout. Uh, verse 12, it says, but many of the older priests and Levites and other leaders who had seen the first temple wept aloud when they saw the new temple's foundation. Uh, the others, however, were shouting for joy. And then in verse 13, it says, the joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. And so I said, uh, we offer God deep thanksgiving or profound thanksgiving. And I said, uh, deep thanksgiving, because it said that there was weeping and joy. So again, in verse 13, it said, the joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. And so I'm saying a deep thanksgiving uh, uh, because there was weeping and joy. So this was not uh, a lightweight Thanksgiving. This was not an, an insubstantial Thanksgiving. This was not some kind of fluffy Thanksgiving. This was deep, uh, intense, uh, heartfelt Thanksgiving to God for a specific thing that He done that He had did that He did for them. And so uh, we we offer God. We're called to offer God deep thanksgiving, profound, intense, powerful thanksgiving for the specific things that he has done for us. Not just the general works of goodness saying, yes, you're good, but think of those specific acts, what he's done for you even today, even this week, what he has done for you. Giving God deep thanksgiving, profound thanksgiving for what he's done. And here their thanksgiving was so deep, it was mixed with weeping and weeping and, and with joy mingled together. So this was not some lightweight Thanksgiving. This was deep, uh, intense, emotional, uh, heartfelt Thanksgiving that they were offering to God. Hallelujah. And so that's the Thanksgiving that we want to give to God. We want to press into deep Thanksgiving. Not just, oh, thank you, Father, but going, going deeper, going in, as they say, going in to deep Thanksgiving to God for what he has done for us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now go with me to, to Nehemiah chapter 4, and we're going to look at verse six, 16 in the New Living Translation again. Nehemiah chapter 4, and we're going to look at verse 16. And the point I want to bring out here is that uh, we, we possess what I'm calling um, the wherewithal for three W's, work, war or warfare, and worship at the same time. We possess the wherewithal for the three W's of work, war, and worship at the same time. Hallelujah. So look with me here in, in Nehemiah chapter 4 in the New Living Translation at verse 16. And we're just going to kind of jump in here. It says, uh, but from then on, only half my men worked while the other half stood guard with spears and, and, and shields and, and bows and coats of mail, the leaders stationed themselves behind the people of Judah, uh, verse 17, who were building the wall. The laborers carried on their work with one hand, supporting their load, and one hand, 
holding a weapon. And so we can see work, warfare, but also worship because they're doing this under God. They're building this, this uh, building under God. They're worshiping God. And so we, we have the capacity. We, we have the, the ability, the resources at the same time to work as we go to our, 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 work, our workplaces, war as we fight against enemies, spiritual enemies, and worship at the same time. So as we, as we get into our day, we can go into work, warfare, and worship at the same time. So we're going about, we're cleaning at our home and washing dishes, whatever it is, work, warfare, fighting the enemy, and worship at the same time. Glory to God. We possess that. We have, we've been given that deposit that we, that we can work and war and worship at the same time. Hallelujah. Thank God for those three, that we can work, we can war, and we can worship at the same time. Do God's will at the same time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go, to, go with me to uh, Psalm uh, number 30. Psalm number 30. We're going to start, and it's going to be in the King James Version. We'll start at verse 1. Psalm number 30 in, in verse 1. So we're talking about uh, the secret sauce of thanksgiving. So we can work. See, this is our secret sauce. We, we can work, war, and worship at the same time. That's our secret sauce. How, how are you doing all that? How, that's our secret sauce. We can work, war, and worship. We can give thanks to God all that at the same time. Thanking God for our work. Thanking God for the victories as we go to war against the, the spiritual enemies that's coming against us. And we can worship God all at the same time. That is our secret sauce. That's what makes us distinctive. That's what makes us stand out. Hallelujah. Now in uh, Psalm 30 and verse 1, the point I want to bring out here, and this is going to look at the King James Version, is that we can, we can create what I'm calling a, a, a Thanksgiving catalog. We can create a Thanksgiving uh, inventory of things for which to give thanks. So this can be an assignment, your homework. I'm, I'm a teacher by trade. And, uh, and uh, so you can, you can create a Thanksgiving uh, uh, checklist or a Thanksgiving inventory or catalog of things for which to give thanks. So notice here in, in Psalm 30 and, and verse 1 in the King James, it says, I will extol you, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and has not made my foes to rejoice over me. So here's part of, of, of the psalmist catalog right here. He said, you lifted me up and you haven't made my foes to rejoice over me. I like the divorce Bible says, it says, you denied my opponents the pleasure of rubbing in their success. They, my opponents were, were after me and they, they wanted to be successful, but God denied the opponents the pleasure of rubbing in their success. So here again in verse one in the King James, I will extol you, Lord, for you have lifted me up and has not made my foes, my enemies, to rejoice over me. You gave me success. Verse two, O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee and thou hast healed me. So again, we're talking about a catalog, uh, an inventory of what God has done. Uh, there was a song that says, count your blessings, name them one by one, count your blessings, 
and see what God has done. Hallelujah. So we can give thanks to God for all the things he's done, counting our blessings, taking an inventory, taking a record of all the things that he's done for us. Here in verse three, it says, O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down into the pit. Verse four says, sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and notice this, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. So we can give thanks for his holiness. We can give thanks for his goodness. We can give thanks for his mercy, his kindness toward us. Uh, I'm going to skip down to verse 11, and uh, we'll look at this in the Amplified Bible of Psalm 30 in the Amplified, verse 11. It says, you have turned my mourning into dancing. So here's another uh, list that you can give God thanks for. You turn my mourning into dancing uh, for me. And then it says, you have put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Hallelujah. And then verse 12, to the end that my tongue and my heart and everything glorious within me may sing praise to you and not be silent. Hallelujah. We're going to voice our thanksgiving. We're going to tell what the Lord has done. We're going to celebrate what God has done. We're going to give that checklist. We're going to give that directive of what God has done for us. He says, uh, everything, uh, everything glorious within me may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, my God. I will give thanks to you forever. Hallelujah. I give thanks to you forever. So we talk about that deep, profound praise. He said, I'm going to give thanks to you forever for all the things you've done. He just gave a short list of some of the things that, that the Father has done. And so we can stir up ourselves by reminding ourselves that God did this for me at this time. He did this for me at that time. We can thank him. He kept me alive. He protected me from dangers. The old folks, you say, dangers seen and unseen. He, he protected me. And so we can give thanks to God. We can have a roll call of thanksgiving, giving God thanks after thanks after thanks of what he's done for me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go with me to Psalm uh, number 35. And I'll wrap up here. Psalm 35. I mean, Psalm 75. And we're going to look at verse 1. Psalm 75. And we're going to look at verse 1 in the Amplified Bible. Psalm 75 and verse 1 in the Amplified Bible. And the point I want to bring out here is that the Father's wonderful works are legal grounds for thanksgiving. A simple point, but uh, I, want, I want to drive it home. It says, the Father's wonderful works, this is what came to me, the Father's wonderful works are legal grounds for thanksgiving. So I have a right to give thanks to God. I have a legal or legitimate right to give thanksgiving to God. So notice here in Psalm uh, 75, in verse 1 in the Amplified Bible, it says, we give thanks and praise to you, O God. We praise and give thanks. Your wondrous works, and that's why I said the wonderful works, your, your wondrous works declare that your name is near, and they who invoke your name, in the Amplified, it says, those who invoke your name rehearse your wonders. And so, um, the Father's wonderful works are legitimate grounds for thanksgiving. And notice here it says, uh, we rehearse his wonders. So we rehearse, like we just talked about, we, we, we catalog what God has done for us. We rehearse his wonders. And so, uh, in a sense, 
we are giving legal testimony uh, as a legal witness of God's goodness, as though we were in a courtroom. And so the Father's wonderful works are legitimate grounds for thanksgiving. And so when we testify, uh, we're giving legal testimony or evidence of God's goodness, just like as though we were in a courtroom. We're giving thanksgiving to God. We're thanking him for his wonderful works. And, and we have legal rights for what he's done. So it says, we give thanks and praise to you. Your wondrous works declare your name is near. And they who invoke your name rehearse your wonders. Hallelujah. Rehearse your wonders. Hallelujah. Now go with me to Psalm uh, 79. Psalm 79. And we're going to look at um, verse uh, 10. Psalm 79 and verse 10. And the point I want to bring out here is that we, we, we share our thanksgiving to God from generation to generation. We share our thanksgiving to God from generation to generation. So here in Psalm 79 and verse 10 in Amplified, it says, why should the Gentile nations say, where is their God? Let vengeance for the blood of your servants which is poured out, be known among the nations in our sight, not delaying until some future generation. And then we'll skip down to verse 13. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will give thanks, will give you thanks forever. We will show forth and publish your praise from generation to generation. Hallelujah. So again, we want to publish uh, thanksgiving to God from generation to generation. We want to tell or communicate his goodness to the next generation. We want to we uh, uh, describe his goodness to the next generation so that they can have the testimony of what God did for us in our generation. So again, we want to give thanks to him forever and share and publish. And there's the word publish we shared. Publish your praise from generation to generation. We want to let the next generation know that this is a good God and give them a firm foundation to know that the God that we serve is good, he's kind, he's merciful, and they'll not fall prey to the other false and idol gods that's trying to pull, pull them in. So we want to tell the goodness of God from one generation to the next generation. How would they know unless we testify and tell them? Just like in the natural how do the natural children know about the earth when they're newborn unless the adults uh, teach them and, and, and instruct them and guide them, help them navigate uh, how to function here on this earth? So we've got to tell them on the spiritual side about the goodness of God so that they can grow up hearing about the true and the living God and what he's able to do and what he's done in our lives and as well as what he's able to do in the lives of, of all people of all generations. Hallelujah. Go with me to Psalm 92. Psalm 92, and then we'll share one more after this. Uh, Psalm 92, and verse 1 in the uh, Amplified. Psalm 92 in the Amplified. Uh, the point I want to bring out here is, as I was meditating, uh, the point I want to bring out is that it is to our advantage to give thanks to God. In other words, it's for our spiritual health to give thanks to God. It's good for our spiritual health to give thanks to God. Again, it's good for our spiritual health 
to give thanks to God. So notice here in Psalm 92 and verse one and amplified, it said, it is good and delightful thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises, and here it says, with musical accompaniment to your name, O Most High. And then notice in verse two, to show forth your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. Hallelujah. Psalm 92 and uh, verse one again amplified, it is good. And so that's why I said it's good or to our advantage. In other words, it's for our spiritual health to give thanks to God. And so this is positive spiritual exercise. We hear so much negative things and so many negative thoughts bombarding us, negative things on the media, uh, negative things on the news. And so as we give thanks, as we voice thanksgiving, and we saw in, that previous, in another verse that we'll not be silent. So as we voice our thanksgiving to God, it's positive spiritual exercise. Uh, it's spiritual gymnastics. Uh, it helps us to stay fit. It helps us to stay positive as we voice thanksgiving. And one of my personal heart uh, cries is that I, I want to be one of the most thankful people on the planet. I want to be one of the most grateful people on the planet. I want to voice thanksgiving over and over, thanking God and thanking uh, the resources and the sources that God has put in our life, thanking people. So I want to be a person who gives thanks and, and continue to exercise thanksgiving first to God and then to the, the people that he's placed around us, the favor that he's placed around us. And so here in verse one again, it's a good and delightful thing to give thanks to God, to sing praises with musical accompaniment to your name, O Most High. Again, to show forth your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. So again, keeping fit, keeping uh, uh, exercise, keeping our, our, our spiritual bodies built and healthy and strong by giving positive thanksgiving. And notice here in verse two, in the morning and in the night. So at, at keeping fit at, at the start of the day and then at the end of the day, giving thanksgiving in the morning and then at night, giving thanksgiving, continue that exercise. Thank you, God, for uh, let, allow me to see a new day this morning. Thank you for health and strength. Thank you that I'm, I'm in my right mind. Then at the end of the day, thank you, Father, for being with me. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your answers. So exercising our faith for Thanksgiving in the morning and at night, keeping ourselves spiritually fit by giving God thanksgiving for what he's done. And this is spiritual calisthenics that will keep us spiritually fit and keep us positive in a negative world and help us to stay strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to go to one more as we wrap up here, uh, Luke 17. And I'm going to look at this in Amplified, not the classic access, uh, uh, Bible, but uh, just uh, the, the, uh, the other uh, Amplified, Luke 17 and verse 11, a familiar passage here. Uh, this passage came to me uh, the other day and uh, we're talking about the secret sauce of Thanksgiving. And I want to say, Using the secret sauce of thanksgiving opens the door for greater blessings. Using the secret sauce of thanksgiving opens the door for greater blessings. Again, one more time, a giving, uh, using the secret sauce of thanksgiving, and we could say profound thanksgiving, the secret sauce of profound or deep thanksgiving opens the door for greater blessings. So notice here in Luke 17 and Amplified, again, not the classic, starting at verse 11, it says, while Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem, 
He was passing along the border between Samaria and Galilee. Verse 12, as he entered the village, he was met by 10 lepers who were at a distance. And I was looking at an amplifier in the, um, the voice Bible. It said, uh, these were 10 people, and this is a term we use today, 10 people who were under quarantine. That's become a, a popular term that we use a lot today. So these 10 lepers, uh, uh, the amplifier said, stood at a distance. In today's term, we would say, these 10 lepers were, were under quarantine, according to the voice Bible. They were under quarantine. They were in kind of in isolation. In verse 13, uh, verse 13 back in the Amplified, it says, and they raised their voices and called out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. In verse 14, and when he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were miraculously healed and made clean. So notice they went to Jesus and then they knew where the miracle was. It was with Jesus. And so uh, when they came to Jesus, it said they were miraculously healed and made clean. I love that. And God can, can, can still work miracles of healing even today. Glory to God. Verse 15, one of them, how many? One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying and praising and honoring God with a loud voice, not with a soft voice. So again, we talk about deep, intense Thanksgiving to God. And then notice here in verse 16, and he lay face downward at Jesus' feet. And the Amplified says, thanking him over and over. So this is, this is deep Thanksgiving. This is profound Thanksgiving. He's thanking him over and over. Here was a man that was in quarantine. We don't know how many years he was in, uh, because of the leprosy. He's thanking him over and over again, it says in Amplified. And, and then it goes on to say he was a Samaritan. And in verse 17, then Jesus asked, were not 10 of you cleansed? Where are the other nine? In verse 18, was there no one, uh, was there no one found to return and to give thanks and praise to God except this foreigner? He's a Samaritan, so he's a foreigner. He's not a Jew. Verse 19, Jesus said to him, get up. So this man was face down. He was thanking God. Thank you. Can you imagine coming out of quarantine, uh, come, coming out of this, this, uh, this leprosy? And I looked up leprosy. It's a, it was a contagious disease that affects the skin. It says affects the skin, mucous membranes, and nerves, causing discoloration and lumps on the skin, and in severe cases, disfigurement and deformities. And so you can understand why this man was, was thanking God. He's got released from this quarantine situation. And, and so uh, verse 18, it says, was there no one found to give thanks and praise to God except this foreigner? And then verse 19, and Jesus said, get up and go on your way. Your faith, your personal trust in me and your confidence in God's power. So that's where the faith is in God's power has restored you to health. Hallelujah. And so again, uh, this, this, this man used the secret sauce of thanksgiving. And it opened the door for greater blessings. Because Jesus said, your faith uh, and your confidence has restored you to health. They were cleansed, but here it's saying he was restored to health. And, uh, and also, uh, he got into a place of fellowship. Because the others, they went, but he came back. And so this secret sauce of thanksgiving opened the door for greater blessings. 
And part of the greater blessings was that he got in on the fellowship with the Lord. Hallelujah. So a lack of, 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 of gratitude can cause us to miss out on the fellowship. You can think about that in the natural. A person that's ungrateful, you do things for them and they're ungrateful. It's hard to fellowship with them. If they're, if they're not in, in, in gratitude, they're not giving you credit. They're not acknowledging the good things that you've done, that you've done for them. So a lack of gratitude, a lack of thankfulness can cause us to miss out on the fellowship, on that greater blessing that God has for us. And so this one leper out of all nine, he came back and he gave God thanksgiving. He gave the Lord Jesus thanksgiving over and over. And that secret sauce opened up the door for greater blessings into his life. Hallelujah. He was not only cleansed, but he said he was healed. He was restored to health. God did a, a tremendous miracle uh, in his life because he used the secret sauce of thanksgiving. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's just close here in prayer and, uh, <clears throat> and we'll move forward. <clears throat> Father, we just thank you. We just come, uh, just taking this moment just to give you thanks. And I pray that each one of us uh, here will just give you thanks uh, uh, in, in a personal way and give you thanks for specific things. Holy Spirit, help us to see of the goodness of God and what he's done in our lives. Help us to, to give him the credit, uh, to give you the credit and to give you the thanksgiving, to acknowledge you for, thank you for the job that we have. Thank you for the health in our bodies. Thank you for the healings. Thank you for the deliverances. Uh, thank you for setting us free from all kinds of bondages, Father. We just thank you. We thank you for the prosperity. We thank you for uh, being able to pay our bills. We thank you for the resources, Father, you've given us. Uh, we thank you for making a way. We thank you for opening the door. We just give you thanksgiving. We thank you for the nation that we live in, even as they celebrate uh, Thanksgiving on the national level. We want to give you thanksgiving, not just on a natural level, but on a spiritual level and on a personal level. Thank you for what you've done in our lives. We thank you for our nation, though. We thank you for our country. We thank you for those in leadership. The Bible tells us to give thanks for those in leadership and, and to pray for those. We thank you for our, our mayors our, and uh, senators and all the others who are in leadership, school board. We thank you for them and uh, we pray for them that they will uh, uh, lead in a godly fashion, Father, and that your godly principles uh, will be uh, executed uh, in every realm of government. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your kindness toward us. And here to help us uh, to have that catalog of thanksgiving, thanking you for one thing after another and what you've done for us, our school and our, our education, things that you're doing with tests that we pass, and, uh, evaluations and all these different things that you, you've blessed us with. Uh, and our work as well, work assignments that we've been able to accomplish. We just give you thanks. We thank you for our church. We thank you for our pastor. We thank you for our apostle, our first family, and all the people you've connected us with, Father. Help us to press in the deep, profound thanksgiving for all that you've done. And as we do, we pray that it will open doors for greater blessings, that that thanksgiving will be a magnet that will attract blessings, that positive magnet as we give thanks, that it will attract more positive things into our lives and we just continue to give you thanksgiving over and over again in jesus name amen and amen praise god praise god just thank you uh, for your time and this time i want to prepare uh for uh, a time of giving into our ministry uh they'll put the information there on how you can uh,